news. At Midwest Veterans Outreach and Thrift Store, we honor those who served our nation. Step into a world of value and purpose where every purchase supports our veterans. Discover quality finds at unbeatable prices from clothing and furniture to unique collectibles. Midwest Veterans Outreach and Thrift Store is your destination for both savings and supporting our heroes. Visit Midwest Veterans Outreach and Thrift Store in the Save-A-Lot Shopping Center in Park Hills. Together, we can make a difference in the lives of our veterans. Precious memories left behind bring us joy and peace of mind when we celebrate the lives of those we love. Your memories are precious. That's why at Cozines, we take the time to find out what made your loved one special. You can count on us to help you plan a service that will be just as unique as the person you love. Celebrate the lives of those you love. Cozine Memorial Chapel and Crematory in Farmington. AM 1240 KFMO. The start of your day begins with the start. I need my news, weather, and sports. I'm Mike Ramsey reporting. Weather at 12 and 40 every hour. I'm Jared Pettis. We check sports. And now, the start on AM 1240 KFMO. My, oh my, good morning to you. It is Thursday, December 28th. We're almost into 2024. I hope it's a very good year. Better than 2023. 2023 had the pinnacle of just good stuff for a couple of months, maybe one month, and then it all just kind of went <laughs> And there were plenty of really great things happening. I mean, especially for this radio station. We had an award given to us, the Small Market Radio Station of the Year from the Missouri Broadcasters Association. What better than that? Now, in my personal life, Things were pretty good, and then all of a sudden, you know, you start losing. Basically, I lost about, I don't know, thousands of dollars in income last year. So that was kind of rough. But let's hope that 2024 can really be a knockout year and things can kind of get back to normal. We had the pandemic. We had prices still up there on so many things that it's just like, you go to buy that dollar cheeseburger, now it's $2 by the time you pay tax. I, I was really shocked. One drive through restaurant finally gave in and raised the price of their dollar cheeseburger, and it's almost $2 now. So there goes the cheap eats for me. Yeah. Well, we'll just have to try different stuff. I found where I can buy a local frozen pizza you know, for a dollar seventeen, and it's it's enough for one person. It's probably more than I really need to eat, but hey, it's pretty good. Tastes good. You could get cheese. You get pe pepperoni. You can get a supreme version. You know, a dollar seventeen. Microwave it. Put some extra cheese on it. Maybe some jalapenos. And oh boy, sounds good. And they are. So you have to make some adjustments here and there. And you should stay tuned. We have news coming up at KFMO in a few moments. But uh, first, but first, this message. Oh, boy. Let's see. Which message are we going to give now? Employers are offering wellness chatbots instead of actual medical professionals. Okay, I've about had enough of the stupid people in the world that think robots are the way to go. Yeah. 
No, they're not. They are not. But this story comes up and it says that just as workplace insurance plans are about to reset, oh boy, that sounds encouraging, some companies like Amazon are saving a few more dollars by cutting benefits for therapists and replacing them with artificial intelligence. Okay. The chatbots are supposed to offer counseling for anxiety and depression, as well as have the ability to diagnose when someone is at risk of harming themselves. Mental health experts are not convinced a text app can do the job of a psychologist in a moment of crisis. And frankly, neither am I, Amazon. What are they thinking? <laughs> okay. Uh, I used to watch a program from the British Broadcasting Corporation, and it involved, it was a science fiction show about the future. It was nothing crazy. It was just simply policemen on the moon at a moon base and the different crimes that they solved while they were being the security force on the moon base. That's all it was. However, the chief of the organization had something that reminds me of artificial intelligence and this situation. He had a little black box. It was about a four, maybe five inch square. And he called it box. And it talked with him. It was artificial intelligence in this little black box. And he used it for therapy. He just talked to it like it was his friend. Uh, uh, you know, it was his companion of a sort. So every show, he'd have that little black box sitting on the desk or something, and he'd say, Box, what about the blah, blah, blah? And the box would talk back to him. So maybe it's not that far off. I don't know, but I don't trust it. I'm not happy about it. I'm worried about it. I just wonder what the future brings when we start talking to boxes. <laughs> well, maybe it's better than talking to ourselves? I, I don't know. <laughs> Not sure about that one. But uh, be sure to stay tuned. I am sure we have a newscast next at KFMO. Discover unbeatable deals at Buffalo Wild Wings in Farmington. Indulge in the all-American burger and fries combo for $7.95. Paired with refreshing $2 Bud Light pints on Wednesdays. Or elevate your week with 75-cent boneless wings on Mondays, half-off traditional wings on Tuesdays, and buy one, get one free boneless wings every Thursday. Happy hours from 3 to 6, Monday through Friday, and late night from 9 to close every day. Buffalo Wild Wings, 615 Maple Valley Drive, Farmington. Missed any of the start? We have another special guest on the line with us. Well, now you can hear it anytime, anywhere. Send straight to your phone. Subscribe to The Start on AM 1240 KFMO podcast. You'll hear all the best The Start has to offer. Missouri 8th District United States Congressman Jason Smith. Even if you sleep in a little bit later. It's time for another Missouri State Legislative Report. Subscribe today to The Start from AM 1240 KFMO with Apple and Spotify podcasts. Local news you can trust. This is the Parkland's Freedom Leader, AM 1240 KFMO. Here's Mike Ramsey. Good morning. It's Thursday, December 28th. The time is 11 minutes after 8 o'clock. In this newscast, we're going to hear about the session coming up for the Missouri legislature. 
Some politicians are worried the business of the people won't be accomplished because it's an election year and construction continues on the victim recovery facility for the JKK Inheritance Haven Group at Potosi. And if you're struggling to keep up with your energy bills this winter, the East Missouri Action Agency may be able to help. A program director for the agency, Rob Baker, says you don't have to wait until you're in threat of disconnection before you apply. You don't have to wait until you're in that predicament, and we encourage folks to apply early and just get the credits applied to your your heating source bill, and that will help prevent you from getting in threat of disconnection. That's the goal of the program. To apply for energy assistance or to learn about other programs available through the East Missouri Action Agency, just visit their website eastmoaa.org. Construction continues on the victim recovery facility for the JKK Inheritance Haven Group at Potosi, an organization dedicated to fighting human trafficking in the parkland. The founder of JKK Inheritance Haven, Ronnie DuBois, says the land has been worked and the foundation for that building is being finished. Weather has been a little bit soupy and the next several days is going to be really, really wet. There'll be a pause on that, but they'll be, as soon as they're able, getting in there and finishing up the foundation. After that, they'll do some connecting so that the plumbing can be finished out. Dubois says you can help by simply volunteering and your skills don't matter. They can find work for you. Or you can help with cash donations. If you'd like to help out, contact Dubois by calling 573-854-2031. You can also check them out online at jkkinhaven.org. Some politicians are worried the business of the people will not be accomplished during the coming Missouri legislative session since it's an election year. Missouri Secretary of State John Ashcroft says he would like to see action on elections and taxes. would love to see them pass a, a law that would require proof of citizenship for people to vote or for people to register. I'd love to see them enhance our audits of our elections to make sure that those are done by hand so that we not only make sure we continue to have good accessibility, we have good security, but we have good credibility in the, in the elections. And of course, I'd always love to see them throw in a tax cut. Let's cut that down and let people keep more of their own money. The 2024 Missouri Legislative Session begins January 3rd. And remember, our legislative reports actually begin tomorrow here on KFMO. And that's news from AM 1240. I'm Mike Ramsey reporting for KFMO News from the Collins News Desk. It's Thursday, December 28th, and it's 814. Stick around. Sports is next at KFMO with Jared Pettis. Check the website to kfmo.com. It's time for a look at sports. I'm Jared Pennis on the local side. The 68th annual Bomb Seekers Junior Central Christmas Tournament in day two. We had four broadcast games on the boys' first round matchups, and it started with the two seed South Iron Panthers and the 15 seed Perryville Pirates. South Iron never trailed, and they win at 78 47. After that, at 5 30, a battle of the Dragons, where the St. Genevieve Dragons at the seven seed faced off against the 10 seed DeSoto Dragons. And it was DeSoto winning that one 56-48, upsetting the 7 seed. DeSoto would hang on despite a late push from St. Genevieve in the second half and in the fourth quarter. And the Dragons win at 56-48. The Dragons out of DeSoto that is. They'll play South Iron tonight at 7 on KFMO. Then on the other two first round matchups on the boys' side, Festus top Frederick down 38-22. That was the 8-30 contest. But at 7 o'clock 
Mohawk Cross County rivalry. The Farmington Knights wall up the North County Raiders 60-28. Farmington will play Festus to wrap up our broadcast night tonight at 8.30 from the TJ Fulon Fieldhouse. The other games that took place from the TJ Fulon Fieldhouse on Wednesday in the boys' losers bracket, Jefferson lays the smackdown on Arcadia Valley 81-40 and Crystal City comes all the way back to beat Herculaneum. The Hornets erased a 20-2 deficit and come all the way back. They didn't get their first lead until inside the final minute of the game. And on the girls' side, they had fifth place semifinals on Wednesday. At 10 a.m., Stillville beat Arcadia Valley 56-45, while St. Genevieve topped Potosi 48-42. Steelville and St. Genevieve will do battle in the fifth place game at 10.30 a.m. on Saturday. That will start our broadcast championship day. Our broadcast today from Park Hills and the Christmas Tournament Central hosts Festus in a top seed and five seed matchup, while the two seed Fredericktown plays South Iron at the three seed at 2.30. Our broadcast today starts with pregame at 12.30 with tip-off in that Central and Festus game at 1 o'clock. Then to the boys' side for a 4 o'clock tip-off, Central plays Steelville in a boys' quarterfinal. At 5.30, it's the four and five seeds. Potosi plays Hillsboro. Then that South Iron and DeSoto battle followed by Farmington and Festus on AM 1240 KFMO and on your mobile device on the KFMO app. Other tournaments taking place this week that began on Wednesday in the 5th Annual West County Kingston First State Community Bank Girls Holiday Tournament. In first-round matchups, 8-seed Viburnum over the 9-seed St. Paul 41-34, while Perryville at the 5-line beats 12-seeded Crystal City 61-18. And the 6-11 matchup, West County 48, Kingston 44. Then the 7-seed DeSoto scores 72 and holds Valley Caledonia to 47, Valley the 10-seed. On Thursday, they're quarterfinals, Hillsboro playing Viburnum, Valley Catholic and Perryville, Jefferson in West County, then Cuba and DeSoto. And in the fifth place bracket at 11.30 a.m., St. Paul will play Crystal City and Kingston at one plays Valley Caledonia. For the 13th annual Warrior Winter Classic and Seckman beats Valley Catholic 69-35 while Kingston tops St. Paul 80-74 and that one Cody Yates scores 32 points for the Cougars who will play Seckman in the semifinals at 730 tonight. Valley Catholic will meet St. Vincent at 4.30 in the fifth place bracket. And to the Rockwood Summit Girls Holiday Tournament where Farmington, the top seed, moves on to the second round. They beat Parkway North in the quarterfinals, 58-31. And the Rala Holiday Tournament sees North County, the Lady Raiders, fall to the Jonesboro, Arkansas Lady Hurricanes, 54-38. North County down to the fifth place bracket. They'll play today at 2.30. And in the first annual Giants Jingle Bell Tournament on the boys' side at St. Paul Lutheran, West County tops St. Clair 59-24. They'll play St. Mary's at 6 in the semis tonight, while St. Paul falls to Lift for Life 98-33. The Giants will battle McKinley in the fifth place semifinals today at 4.30. All the brackets can be found on the bracket page on the website. That's kfmosports.com. NHL, the St. Louis Blues played host to the Dallas Stars on Wednesday out of the Christmas break. It was Joel Hofer in net. And with the recap, here's Alex Ferrario in the Blues Radio Network. Last night, the Blues returned from Christmas break with a matchup against the first place Central Division Dallas Stars. The Blues would open up the scoring with two minutes to go in the first period as Jake Neighbors would score his 12th goal of the season moments following the Blues 
killing off a Dallas Stars power play in the second period. Midway through, Marco Scandella would score his second goal of the season as Scott Perunovic picked up his second assist of the night to take a two-goal lead. The Blues then would be unable to score on a five-on-three with a full two minutes, and then Jason Robertson would score for Dallas to make it a 2-1 lead for St. Louis. No goal scored in the third. Joel Hofer stopping all 15 shots in that third period against Dallas. A career high stopping 39 of 40 as the Blues pick up a 2-1 winner and move to three games above 500. They'll be back at it on Friday to wrap up this homestand. Colorado comes to town with a 7 o'clock puck drop. 6.30 pregame skate on the St. Louis Blues Radio Network. Alex, thanks. That Blues game Friday against Colorado on B104.3. NFL, the Kansas City Chiefs play Sunday at 2 o'clock on KFMO. Kickoff at 325 when they host the Cincinnati Bengals. And NCAA football, the Missouri Tigers play tomorrow in the Cotton Bowl against Ohio State, the Buckeyes. That's sports. I'm Jared Pettis. Happy holidays from everyone at r Tire on Highway 8 in Potosi. They appreciate your business this past year and look forward to serving all your tire needs in the new year. Season's greetings from Rob and all the crew at RK Tire in Potosi. Find your dream home today at Gifford Homes in Farmington. As the leading manufacturer, home dealer in Southeast Missouri, Gifford Homes has three different brands to choose from, including Sunshine Homes, Champion, and Prime. Gifford Homes specializes in helping families like you find the home of their dreams. Visit Gifford Homes today, located at the junction of Highways H and 67, about three miles south of the city limits of Farmington, or call 573-760-0011. Gifford Homes in Farmington, your home buying specialists. At Midwest Veterans Outreach and Thrift Store, we honor those who served our nation. Step into a world of value and purpose where every purchase supports our veterans. Discover quality finds at unbeatable prices from clothing and furniture to unique collectibles. Midwest Veterans Outreach and Thrift Store is your destination for both savings and supporting our heroes. Visit Midwest Veterans Outreach and Thrift Store in the Save-A-Lot Shopping Center in Park Hills. Together, we can make a difference in the lives of our veterans. It's Thursday, December 28th. Welcome to it. Thanks for tuning in to KFMO. And remember, we have a special interview next with uh, St. Francis County Clerk Kevin Engler. I want to talk with him about the elections coming up in the year of 2024. There are several. Also, uh, filing for the April elections, things like that. We'll talk about Senate Bill 190 and uh, maybe even election procedure. So stay tuned to AM 1240. It's coming up on KFMO. Let's go Cardinals. Minerary Cardinals, that is. Hi, this is Brandon Hubbard. Come hang out with your friends at Hub's Pub and Grill in Bonterre, Potosi. We offer great lunch and dinner items and daily specials from sandwiches, steaks, fish, salads, or wings. We have something you'll love. Stop by and see us before or after the game. That's Hub's Pub and Grill in Bonterre and Potosi. Check us out on Facebook or online at hubspubandgrill.com. Stop on by Hub's Pub located at 10 South Dover Street in Bonterre and 220 West High Street in Potosi. The employees and staff at your hometown Walmart Supercenter in Farmington are proud to support our local communities. Walmart Supercenter in Farmington wants to wish all of their customers, family, and friends a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Walmart Supercenter in Farmington. Save money. Live better. The Brickhouse Social Lettyton, the area's newest hangout for all ages. Come by for a game of laser tag or duck pit. Check out the arcade games and throw an axe or two. 
Hungry? The Brickhouse Social has a delicious menu to fill you up and daily drink specials to quench your thirst. There's so much going on at the Brickhouse Social. Stop by the Brickhouse Social in St. Francis Plaza in Lettington, next to Rob's Guns, or visit BrickhouseSocial.com. Well, this is the start from KFMO. It's time to start an interview for you right here on the radio. So let's go to the phone lines. We're going to visit with St. Francis County Clerk Kevin Engler. Good morning, Kevin. How are you today? I am great. Great. Going toward the New Year's. Everything's looking good. Yeah, it sure is. Uh, how was Christmas? I bet you had a good one. We had a good Christmas. We always have our family in the weekend before, which is uh, less half because I've got four kids and six grandkids. and There's always pulling on them to go to their in-laws, so we just established a few years ago. We'll do it the weekend before. You come in, and if you don't come in, you don't get your presents. And surprisingly, they come in. Yeah, there you go. That was good. And then we went down to uh, uh, Florida uh, for this week, and so it's good. Yeah, sounds like a lot of fun. Uh, well, let's talk about the elections. We have uh, several next year, and I guess the first, uh, the way I wanted to try to approach this is if you could tell us uh, about election filing, how that works at this time of year, and lead right into what elections we're looking for next year. Okay, we've got three big elections next year, and it could be four, but I, I right now we think it's just three. The April is the local elections with the city councils and the school boards uh, filing for that ended uh, on the 26th of December, which, you know, just was Tuesday. And we go forward now. Um, we had filings for most of the uh, the different departments in the Amherst District, the 911, everybody. So there'll be a local election. Usually that doesn't get that big a turnout unless there's huge controversies. Uh, I expect that uh, there will be a couple tax issues put on the ballots by our local schools or community college. So we'll have that going on in April. Usually only 7 8% of the people turn out to vote. That's pretty dismal, considering our local elections are, are the ones closest to us. Uh, so we'd like to get more people out on that. And then we'll have a huge election in August, a primary, because we have, it's the first time I can remember, we have five uh, statewide offices with no in- incumbents, if you would. I mean, you've got a couple people that were appointed, but nobody's ever won an election before. Everyone's going to have a huge primary on at least the Republican side, and there will be uh, candidates from the Democrat side that uh, are fighting for uh, the statewide, whether it be the U.S. Senate or the governor, lieutenant governor, secretary of state, treasurer, or attorney general, those are all going to be uh, elected in August. And, and Missouri's turned in such a red state that the likelihood if somebody gets through the August primary, they're going to have a great chance to win in November. And then November we have the presidential and the national election. Uh, so it'll be a busy year. We're always looking for, for good uh, poll workers for those three days. So if you have an interest, call my elections office on Weber Road. We're going to try to get the, the uh, elections, uh, more people to get in to our, our election center on Weber Road early, especially in the August and November. It really helps out our precincts because there's you don't have hardly any weight at the precincts if we get a lot of people uh, to vote in the six weeks prior to the election. <clears throat> Uh, at Weber Road. So we're looking forward to, to having a busy year. Um, but, you know, you, we're either feast or famine in the elections, but either you've got one coming or you don't. You know, so we've got several coming up. Sounds like we certainly do. A uh, lot of votes, I hope. A lot of people get out and vote. And uh, you encourage early voting, too, if it can be done, right? Absolutely. That's the best way to do it. You can come in there, you, uh, especially if you're if you've got some special needs, what I'm saying is you've got some people that don't like 
to stand very long in line or if uh, you need to read the the thing is there's going to be a lot of issues, especially on the August ballot where, where they're, they're going to be voted on. Uh, that So and the November ballot, there's going to be issues on that that you're going to have to read through. So come on in, get properly identified. The Republicans were always worried about early voting. I, I don't like uh, absentee ballots through the mail. I mean, we'll do them because we've got a lot of shut-ins. But uh, the absentee in person where they come in and they're properly identified, I, it just ha- helps more people participate. There are people that work in St. Louis. There are people that work on the road. They're drove the road truck drivers. There, there are people that work out of the area, and it's difficult for them to get there one day. And it's just, uh, like I said, the, the people that go to the, the polls and don't want to wait in a half an hour line, we can get them in and out in five to ten minutes. Easy. <clears throat> so use the early voting. Another, uh, another thing I wanted to talk with you about was uh, electronic voting. And I know you're a proponent of that. Uh, how does that look in our county at this point? Uh, it's been pretty good, from my understanding. It's been excellent. Uh, we, we're, the, we're the controversy is electronic counting. And uh, some of the people, there's a bill in Jeff City right now to only make it manual counting. That's absurd. Uh, you know, you don't do your taxes and not use a, a calculator or computer. These, these machines are not hooked up to the Internet. They can't be tapped into, as they say, uh, the Republicans, my party, blamed Trump's vic- uh, loss last time on the voting machines a lot. Well, they, that's not the problem. The problem was we, as Republicans, didn't get our voters out early uh, to get to the polls in the early balloting, and we lost. Count- blaming the counting machine, that all it does is count the numbers, is ridiculous. It would take us hours and hours and hours to go through because you have to have a Democratic team and a Republican team agree to the numbers. Then they have to look, and the ballot's supposed to be, the box is supposed to be completely filled in. So then they're going to have to determine if somebody put a check mark or an X, did they really, that was that their intention to, to vote that way? And, and did they put enough of that X into the box? And that's crazy. It's going to be inaccurate. It's going to take longer. And I don't know why you'd want to go backwards. But you know, there's some people that uh, uh, are right-wing uh, contingencies that believe that, and uh, you know, it just—it's not true. We're visiting with St. Francis County Clerk Kevin Engler here on KFMO. Kevin, uh, unless you have anything else you think is important about uh, talking about with the elections, I want to ask you about uh, Senate Bill 190 and where it's at right now. Well, you know, it's <laughs> in force, and but we're trying to get a bill through that will clarify a lot of parts of it. I mean, it doesn't allow for, for the freezing of taxes uh, for uh, retired teachers, for example, or uh, railroad workers, which we got a big plant in DeSoto. Uh, it, it doesn't really clarify whether you go back to the t- time you actually turned 62 and qualify for Social Security and what the tax rate was there, or is it the day you turn 62 past this point? Does it freeze? You know, there, there are so many things that are going to be sued on and we've had several counties go ahead and adopt it and they've all adopted something different which is crazy because that's not the way usually laws go and then but the ones that have green county st charles st they all got full-time attorneys we don't want to pay 300 dollars an hour to defend something uh with the camp commission is on record they want to adopt it they want to freeze taxes for people over 62 but we want to do it to where we're not going to constantly be in in uh, legal battles now, uh, some people might be listening thinking, gee, I, I'm not sure I understand 
Senate Bill 190. But was it not to create uh, property tax breaks for seniors? Was that the original intent, or was it something else? No, that was the original table. <clears throat> it was basically like our Homestead Act that, that lets low-income people freeze their real estate tax rate. It's for anybody. So that once you got past 62, that your tax rate on an existing home does not go up. You know, so that not if you buy a new home, but if, you, if you're in your home for years and that's your primary resident, then your tax uh, rate does not go up. And uh, so it, it's frozen at that. And so... Um, that's that's the intent. The problem is it's, it's flawed in in so many areas in the wording. Uh, I don't know how it got through. I just you know I I, I don't want to criticize legislation uh, legislators, but man, they must not read this thing. Well, I say a newscast is on the way that uh, we have a bit of a machine function here taking over and taking uh, control of me almost. But uh, I can check the weather for you, so let's take a look at that. We have 32 degrees, and uh, that light snow looks like it's let up for us. There may still be just a little bit here this morning, but news is on the way here at AM 1240 KFMO. You'll want to stay with us and get the information you need to know at KFMO. As a matter of fact, I think it is news time, and we're just going to get into our newscast here in just a moment. Um, hope you're having a great day. We still have a conversation coming up with Dina Kreitler. She's the executive director of the St. Genevieve Chamber of Commerce, and that'll be on the way here at AM 1240. Now it's news time. Local news you can trust. This is the Parklands Freedom Leader, AM 1240 KFMO. Here's Mike Ramsey. Good morning. It is Thursday, December 28th. And in our newscast, we're going to hear more about a cadet woman recovering from serious injury. She was hurt in a one-car wreck. Also a 32-year-old Festus man facing many criminal charges after tussling with a deputy in Jefferson County not long ago. It was this week, Tuesday, actually. Also, 
We're going to have information on a special webinar on White Oak in Missouri and how it's important in the whiskey, bourbon, and wine industries. That webinar is going to be held soon. A horticultural specialist with the University of Missouri Extension Center, Debbie Kelly, says the white oak tree is important to barrel production. The white oak actually is what's important in making the barrels, which are necessary to make wine and to make whiskey and bourbon. And so we kind of lead the state when it comes to that in making the barrels, which is an offshoot of agriculture industry. Missouri and our part of the state is one of the leading areas with forests with white oaks. The webinar is set for January 8th, and for more information, contact your local University of Missouri Extension office or simply visit the University of Missouri Extension website and click on the Events tab. A cadet woman, 61-year-old Marie E. Wood, is recovering from serious injuries. She was hurt in a one-car crash in Washington County Wednesday morning just after 8.30. Highway Patrol reports show Wood was driving west on Highway 8 near Folsom Road when she failed to negotiate a left curve. The car ran off the left side of the road. It ran into a ditch and then struck a mailbox. Wood, who was wearing a seatbelt when the wreck took place, was taken to Mercy Hospital, St. Louis. A 32-year-old Festus man, Sean Ramsey, is facing charges of assault first degree or attempt serious physical injury or special victim disarming a peace officer or correctional officer while performing official duty, unlawful possession of a firearm, resisting arrest, detention, stop by fleeing, creating a substantial risk of serious injury, death to any person, and two counts of armed criminal action. Jefferson County Sheriff Dave Marshak says Tuesday night, Ramsey allegedly assaulted a sheriff's office deputy when the deputy attempted to detain him during an investigation into a stolen vehicle. During the struggle, Ramsey allegedly reached for the firearm on the deputy's belt and fired a shot. No one was hit by the bullet. The deputy got control of Ramsey and held him until supporting deputies arrived and helped put Ramsey in handcuffs. Both the deputy and Ramsey were transported to a local hospital for treatment for injuries suffered during the altercation. Both are expected to make a full recovery. Ramsey's being held at the Jefferson County Jail without bond. That's news from AM 1240. I'm Mike Ramsey reporting for KFMO News from the Collins News Desk. It's Thursday, December 28th. 837. Be sure to stay tuned. Sports is coming up with Jared Pettis here at KFMO and check the website, KFMO. May the holidays find you and your family blessed with health, happiness, and prosperity. The award-winning Brad Wooten Auto Body would like to thank those who have supported us and send warm wishes to all. Season's greetings from the entire staff at the award-winning Brad Wooten Auto Body in Ironton. This holiday season, Wolfer's Law in Farmington extends heartfelt gratitude to their amazing clients. Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year! They're excited to continue serving you with dedication and excellence in the coming year. The decision of an attorney is an important one and should not be based solely on advertising. It's time for a look at sports. I'm Jared Pennis On the local side, the 68th annual Bombseekers Junior Central Christmas Tournament in Day 2. We had four broadcast games on the boys' first-round matchups, and it started with the two-seed South Iron Panthers 
Rangers and the 15-seed Perryville Pirates. Sarthire never trailed, and they win at 78-47. After that, at 5:30, a battle of the Dragons, where the St. Genevieve Dragons at the 7-seed faced off against the 10-seed DeSoto Dragons. And it was DeSoto winning that one 56-48, upsetting the 7-seed. DeSoto would hang on despite a late push from St. Genevieve in the second half and in the fourth quarter, and the Dragons win at 56-48. The Dragons out of DeSoto, that is. They'll play South Iron tonight at 7 on KFMO. Then on the other two first-round matchups on the boys' side, Festus topped Frederick down 38-22. That was the 8-30 contest, but at 7 o'clock, a cross-county rivalry. The Farmington Knights swallowed the North County Raiders 60-28. Farmington will play Festus to wrap up our broadcast night tonight at 8.30 from the TJ Fulon Fieldhouse. The other games that took place from the TJ Fulon Fieldhouse on Wednesday in the boys' losers bracket, Jefferson lays the smackdown on Arcadia Valley 81-40 and Crystal City comes all the way back to beat Herculaneum. The Hornets erased a 20-2 deficit and come all the way back. They didn't get their first lead until inside the final minute of the game. And on the girls' side. They had fifth place semifinals on Wednesday. At 10 a.m., Stillville beat Arcadia Valley 56-45, while St. Genevieve topped Potosi 48-42. Steelville and St. Genevieve will do battle in the fifth place game at 10.30 a.m. on Saturday. That will start our broadcast championship day. Our broadcast today from Park Hills and the Christmas Tournament Central hosts Festus in a top seed and five seed matchup, while the two seed Fredericktown plays South Iron at the three seed at 2.30. Our broadcast Broadcast today starts with pregame at 12.30 with tip-off in that Central and Festus game at 1 o'clock. Then to the boys' side for a 4 o'clock tip-off, Central plays Steelville in a boys' quarterfinal. At 5.30, it's the 4 and 5 seeds. Potosi plays Hillsboro. Then that South Iron and DeSoto battle followed by Farmington and Festus on AM 1240 KFMO and on your mobile device on the KFMO app. Other tournaments taking place this week that began on Wednesday in the 5th Annual West County Kingston First State Community Bank Girls Holiday Tournament. In first-round matchups, 8-seed Viburnum over the 9-seed St. Paul 41-34, while Perryville at the 5-line beats 12-seeded Crystal City 61-18. And the 6-11 matchup, West County 48, Kingston 44. Then the 7-seed DeSoto scores 72 and holds Valley Caledonia to 47, Valley the 10-seed. On Thursday, their quarterfinals, Hillsboro playing Viburnum, Valley Catholic and Perryville, Jefferson in West County, then Cuba and DeSoto. And in the 5th place bracket at 11.30 a.m., St. Paul will play Crystal City, and Kingston at 1 plays Valley Caledonia. For the 13th annual Warrior Winter Classic, and Seckman beats Valley Catholic 69-35, while Kingston tops St. Paul 80-74, and that one, Cody Yates scores 32 points for the Cougars, who will play Seckman. In the semifinals at 7.30 tonight, Valley Catholic will meet St. Vincent at 4.30 in the 5th place bracket. And to the Rockwood Summit Girls Holiday Tournament where Farmington, the top seed, moves on to the second round. They beat Parkway North in the quarterfinals, 58-31. And the Rala Holiday Tournament sees North County, the Lady Raiders, fall to the Jonesboro, Arkansas Lady Hurricanes, 54-38.
North County down to the fifth place bracket. They'll play today at 2.30. And in the first annual Giants Jingle Bell Tournament on the boys' side at St. Paul Lutheran, West County tops St. Clair 59-24. They'll play St. Mary's at 6 in the semis tonight, while St. Paul falls to lift for life 98-33. The Giants will battle McKinley in the fifth place semifinals today at 4.30. All the brackets can be found on the bracket page on the website. That's kfmosports.com. NHL, the St. Louis Blues played host to the Dallas Stars on Wednesday out of the Christmas break. It was Joel Hofer in net. And with the recap, here's Alex Ferrario in the Blues Radio Network. Last night, the Blues returned from Christmas break with a matchup against the first place Central Division Dallas Stars. The Blues would open up the scoring with two minutes to go in the first period as Jake Neighbors would score his 12th goal of the season moments following the Blues killing off a Dallas Stars power play. In the second period, midway through Marco Scandella would score his second goal of the season as Scott Perunovic picked up his second assist of the night to take a two-goal lead. The Blues then would be unable to score on a five-on-three with a full two minutes, and then Jason Robertson would score for Dallas to make it a 2-1 lead for St. Louis. No goal scored in the third. Joel Hofer stopping all 15 shots in that third period against Dallas. A career high, stopping 39-40 of 40 as the Blues pick up a 2-1 winner and move to three games above 500. They'll be back at it on Friday to wrap up this homestand. Colorado comes to town with a 7 o'clock puck drop. 6.30 pregame skate on the St. Louis Blues Radio Network. Alex, thanks. That Blues game Friday against Colorado on B104.3. NFL, the Kansas City Chiefs play Sunday at 2 o'clock on KFMO. Kickoff at 3.25 when they host the Cincinnati Bengals. And NCAA football, the Missouri Tigers play tomorrow in the Cotton Bowl against Ohio State, the Buckeyes. That's sports. I'm Jared Pettis. Discover unbeatable deals at Buffalo Wild Wings in Farmington. Indulge in the all-American burger and fries combo for $7.95. Paired with refreshing $2 Bud Light pints on Wednesdays. Or elevate your week with 75-cent boneless wings on Mondays, half-off traditional wings on Tuesdays, and buy one, get one free boneless wings every Thursday. Happy hours from 3 to 6, Monday through Friday, and late night from 9 to close every day. Buffalo Wild Wings, 615 Maple Valley Drive, Farmington. Whether you're in pursuit of a transferable degree or need training to jumpstart a great career, your future starts at Mineral Area College. Max tuition is affordable, substantially less than a university, and we're close to home with locations in Park Hills, Fredericktown, Potosi, and Perryville. Interested in online classes? We offer those too. We've been creating student success stories since 1922. There's no better time to start yours. Apply online at mineralarea.edu. You want financial freedom as an adult. And as a parent, you'll want your kids to understand exactly where that begins. You can start by opening their very own student checking account at First State Community Bank. Once your son or daughter turns 12, they're eligible for a student checking account with no minimum balance requirements. A student checking account will be easy to understand for them and a wonderful teaching tool for you. First State Community Bank. Success starts here. Visit fscb.com. Member FDIC. In times of financial uncertainty, how can you stay on track? Call on someone who's invested in your success. I'm Brandon Penberthy, your Deloge Edward Jones Financial Advisor. At Edward Jones, we believe in building a complete picture of your financial life, including your unique goals and passions, so we can help you work towards achieving what's most important to you. Call me at 573-431-2950 or visit edwardjones.com to get started today. Edward Jones, member SIPC. 
This is not headline news. Now I want dust to dust. It's not called dust. It's called... We call it the Daily Dust, with just a light dusting of gossip. I'm Audra Kane for KFMO. This year's Kennedy Center honors were epic. The show honored culture icon spanning the pop culture universe. Robert De Niro introduced Billy Crystal. You are one of our best actors. And... I was honored to receive this award for acting 14 years ago. Uh, they were a little more selective then. <laughs> Pierce Brosnan is apparently not as stealthy as James Bond. James Bond. James Bond. He was cited for foot travel in a thermal area of Yellowstone National Park on November 1st. You must remain on designated trails and boardwalks and are not allowed to touch thermal features or runoff. Pierce is set to appear in the Wyoming U.S. District Court January 23rd. Maybe the Helmsworth brothers should keep their day jobs. Chris, Liam, and Luke got together to sing Green Day's Green Riddance. awful. Chris was on the drums, Liam played guitar, and Luke, and I say this with air quotes, sang. One of their fans commented on the Instagram post, finally found something Chris Helmsworth is bad at. (laughs) And Cher is filing for a conservatorship over her son, Elijah Blue Allman. The singer claims her 47-year-old son is mentally unfit to manage his own money. And that's The Daily Dust. I'm Audrey Kane for KFMO. Have our award-winning news delivered to your inbox. The KFMO B104 Morning Cup of Coffee newsletter. A necessary start to your day. We have received a report that one of the escaped inmates... The top stories of the day have never been easier to find with the KFMO B104 Morning Cup of Coffee newsletter. The tax rate is... Get the news delivered to your email every weekday for free with the KFMO B104 Morning Cup of Coffee newsletter. Go to KFMO.com and subscribe today. is 10 minutes before 9 o'clock at KFMO. Stick around because we have the St. Genevieve Chamber of Commerce report with the executive director of the group, Dina Kreitler, coming up next. Wings, seafood, soups, and sandwiches. Whatever you're craving, you'll find it at Lady Dias Shamrock Restaurant located right off of Highway 67 in Rosner Road in Bar Kills. There's something on the menu for everyone from burgers and fries to steaks, pasta, and seafood to great starters and so much more. Plus, get 90-cent wings all day, every day. Lady Dias Shamrock Located right off of Highway 67 on Rosner Road in Park Hills. Open Wednesday and Thursday at 4 p.m., Friday and Saturday from noon to 9 p.m., and Sundays from noon to 6 p.m. Riverview at the Park in St. Genevieve is a skilled nursing facility certified for Medicare and Medicaid. Riverview at the Park offers short-term stay and long-term care rehabilitation. Senior residents receive 24-hour medical care while also getting the rehabilitation care they need, including range of motion exercises, speech therapy, and posture and body mechanics, also memory care. Visit Riverview at the Park in St. Genevieve at 1100 Progress Parkway or call 573-883-3500. This is the start from AM 1240 KFMO. Thank you so much for being with us today. We appreciate it. 
It is 8.51 and time for this month's edition of the St. Genevieve Chamber of Commerce Report. Let's go to the phone lines and visit with Dina Kreitler. She's the Executive Director. Good morning, Dina. How are you today? Good morning. I'm good. How are you? Oh, doing fine. I, I like some sunshine and a little warmer temperatures, but well, you know, we have to live with what we've got, I guess. And uh, thank you so much for being a part of the program today. I really appreciate that. Did you have a good holiday? I did. I did. A, uh, my, my son came home from the military, and uh, it's been a year since we've seen him, so uh, it was a very nice visit. And he's still here for a couple more weeks, so we're enjoying that time. But yes, it was a great, great uh, holiday with him being home. Oh, I bet it is, yeah, especially those uh, next few weeks are going to be a lot of fun for you. Um, Well, tell me about 2023 with the Chamber of Commerce in St. Genevieve. What were some of the accomplishments? Well, you know, 2023 was uh, really an exceptional year for our chamber. Um, We Not only did we grow in our membership, but all of the programs and activities that we do, um, they they also grew as well, Um, and, you know, it's, for a one-person office, it's very important to see those um, all the time and energy that you put into those programs, you know, to see them succeed. Um, so we were very happy with all of, um, you know, the way that our events and things turned out. So we're very excited about that. Uh, probably most importantly, um, we had a 98% retention rate uh, for our membership this year, which was great. Um but our year doesn't run regular January through December. We run a April 1 through March 31st. So we're kind of just now in the last quarter of our 2023. But really, in all you know, reality, it, it, it was a great year for us, and it shaped up. And it looks like it's going to shape up extremely well. And you have such a great community to work with, too. I mean, St. Genevieve, you know, the settlement there and so many historical things going on. You have the historical homes that are there, and, and you have the uh, museum there now, too. And I, I know some of these things aren't necessarily part of the chamber, but they certainly add to the attraction of being a chamber member there. Oh, absolutely. And they are chamber members of ours. And, um, you know, the the um, the events and, and activities that they're doing in, at their own campus is, is awesome as well. So anything we can do to help promote them, uh, we try to do. Um, you know, creating that partnership and that that uh, relationship with them is extremely important uh, for our downtown area. Oh, it sure is. What about uh, new businesses from the last year? I remember the the big, uh, and I guess it started last year, uh, that big flea market downtown. That's really great. I love that. Yeah, so the an- the Antique Mall, um, you know, it, they are open for business, and I, from what I understand, they're doing extremely well. Um, I've been there a couple different times, and, you know, every time, I just like to walk through and see all the booths and different things. Um, you know, uh, Dr. Pat Fahey and Dr. Susan O'Donnell have done a, an extraordinary job with that building, and uh, it also has to added to the downtown ambiance, um, you know, of our community. So what's ahead in 2024? You have such great uh, musical programs you put on, too, through the chamber at uh, the Oris and other things like that. Any advancements? Anything new coming? Yeah. So actually, uh, you know, we're getting ready to kick off our 2024 winter music series in February. That that is going to go ahead as planned as well as summer music series and golf tournament. All those things are, are still in the works for 2024. But probably the biggest thing that we are working on and the the one that we're most excited about is uh, on April 19th, uh, our chamber turns 100 years old. 
And so we're doing a very large uh, 100-year celebration, and we're very excited about it. It's something that uh, we've been working on for about a year now, and um, we're hoping that all of our hard work and and planning, uh, you know, uh, just turns into this magical moment that we have in our heads, right? (laughs) So, uh, but that's probably our biggest thing. Um, We have a great working uh, committee on this. We have a fantastic board of directors who um, has has not shot down any of my crazy ideas. <laughs> so, um, but we that's what that's one of the the biggest things that we uh, have uh, on tap here, coming up on April nineteenth. You know that is amazing—a hundred-year existence for the Saint Genevieve Chamber. How do you feel as the executive director, knowing that you have all that history behind you? You know, it's. It, it's actually kind of surreal, really. Um, I've been working with Bob Mueller uh, for a, a long time now, actually. Um, but one of the things that we are doing is we created a list of all of the past presidents of our chamber. And ironically and coincidentally, there's only one year that we cannot find, and it's 1925 or 1945. And um, it's kind of crazy because it's the year after our, you know, after we became into an existence and we just don't, we, for every, every document we've looked through and everything, we, we cannot find the president of that year. And, um, so it's, it's like one of those things, like we are bound and determined, but we have everybody else. We just, just need that one year that we're working on. So, um, we're pulling out all the, the big guns and the archives and, you know, the slides at the newspaper and different things. So we're, we're, hoping uh that we find it but we've been working on that for several months and right now it's it's a (laughs) no-go well you sound like detectives that sounds pretty neat uh to be able to you know dig through all the old history stuff that's great stuff to do it's a lot of fun well dina is there anything else you'd like to pass on to us maybe uh an invitation for people to check out the chamber and become a member yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, we have our, our 2024 membership uh, will be opening up here soon. Um, but obviously you can join our chamber at any time. Um, but you can go to www.stgenchamber.org um, and check us out online. Or you can call me um, and we can chit-chat over the phone uh, at any time. And I'd be happy to, to come visit you and your business or, or sit down and talk with you about, you know, what your expectations or the benefits of our chamber are. Um, so anytime we're open, we're open book. So feel free to reach out to me um, at your convenience. Dina, thanks so much for being with us today. We really appreciate it. I look forward to getting you back on again next month to find out what's coming up. Thanks again. Sounds, sounds great. And uh, I want to wish all of you a very happy new year. Oh, thanks a lot, Dina. We appreciate it. Again, that's Dina Kreitler. She's the executive director of the St. Genevieve Chamber of Commerce here on KFMO. So you'll want to stay tuned. We're just seconds away from the top of the hour, 9 o'clock already here at AM 1240. Now remember, we have uh, the Missouri Legislative Session starting up uh, here in just a few days. And kind of in honor of that fact, we're going to start our legislative reports tomorrow with at least two, three, maybe four legislators on the air. We're still working on the guest list for you. So stay tuned to KFMO. And remember, CBS News is next. It's 9 o'clock.
1240 KFMO, the Parkland's Freedom Leader. And online at KFMO.com. We the people.